Hey everybody, welcome to the Video Production Academy podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm delighted to be joined by Hannah Cremona all the way from Nepal. You yes. are definitely the most exotic location that I've interviewed anybody in so far. It's funny when people say exotic because yeah, I'm living in Kathmandu in the city, which is very chaotic, if you can imagine, like Indian cities, but just a little bit toned down version of <laughs> I live in a fishing village on the coast of Scotland. There's like 2000 people there. You know, it's, it's really quiet. So, yeah, compared to, to us, it's exotic. But then I speak to people in the US who think it's really cool that I live in Scotland. So, you know. Exactly. <laughs> I know, it's all good fun. Firstly, what I would like you to do is to introduce yourself and tell us more about what you do, please. Definitely. So thank you so much, Lee, for having me. This is a real pleasure to speak to you and to your audience. So I am a marketing business strategist as well as a mindset coach. That is the label I have put on myself for the time being. <laughs> and I work predominantly with well-being coaches, solid entrepreneurs who are navigating the online space to share their gifts and empower others into their greatness and transformation that they provide. That's wonderful. Thank you. Where did you actually start off? Because that's not the type of job that you do from leaving school. No. <laughs> so where did I start off? I started off, I have like over eight years experience working in a marketing and business solution company, which is my family company. So after college, I was like, I don't want to go to university. And I joined my family business. And from there started representing international brands in Malta. By the way, I am from Malta. I was born and raised in Malta. Uh, and that was my job basically to increase the presence of specific brands and build teams from marketing to sales to technical in the medical area as well. And this took me on quite the journey of professional development, career development and self-development. When I was 18 and a half, 19, I was already traveling on business trips and representing the company and in boardrooms with a lot of 50-year-old men who were wondering, what the hell is this 18-year-old girl doing in our room? <laughs> And so, yeah, after a number of years doing that, I, I felt somewhat misaligned with the industry. I was predominantly in healthcare and pharmaceuticals by that time and definitely following my mother's footsteps, which were very sh big shoes to fill. I love, I mean, I admire the woman so much, but something was calling me to branch off and to create my own path, walk my own path. And that led me to traveling, volunteering, and like listening to that inner child's dreams and aspirations. But for some reason, I know the reasons, relationships and business. I didn't do that. And once all of that became so much clear, the relationship was over. I was like, hell yeah, like, let's go do that. Let's go travel. Let's go volunteer. And yeah, that took me into social enterprise and social development in rural Nepal, and from there, I decided to start exploring the world of blogging. <laughs> and that's how I came online. <laughs> that's quite a journey. And I can't imagine being in a boardroom at that age. And mm -hmm. it, 
At 21, I was teaching. I finished college. I finished university and I went straight into teaching. So at 21, I was teaching predominantly men over the age of 50 videography skills because that was the people that were coming on the course. And I know how I felt in that environment. So I can't imagine what it was like for you in a boardroom. I felt definitely like the baby. In fact, till this day, I'm in touch with some of the international distributors of the same brands that we represented amongst in our countries. And they still refer to me as the baby. <laughs> they still refer to me as, as the little girl who's always having fun. I mean, you can imagine an 18 year old girl traveling. <laughs> she just wants to have fun. She wants to go out. She wants to party. And that was, yeah, that's what it was like. <laughs> Sounds quite but exciting. I also felt very small and somewhat insecure, obviously, knowing that I had my limitations, yet at the same time, somehow bold enough to stand in that space and be okay with it. So yeah, the duality of that. <laughs> Has that influenced what you do now with the coaching? Definitely. So as I explained, I entered the online space and I was doing a lot of freelancing, social media management, content creation, branding for small businesses, ethical and sustainable businesses. And that was where I birthed my, my blog. And it took me down a rabbit hole of like this influencer marketing and popularity and vanity metrics. And it just felt so soul sucking. <laughs> And it was really that point in 2020, just before the pandemic hit, that I realized how misaligned I was and how I wasn't really operating from my higher self. I wasn't operating from all of those skills and strengths and experiences that I had from 18 years old. I wasn't embodying that. I wasn't owning that. And so that is for me like that shift that helped me say, look, what the hell? I have been building teams, coaching and mentoring people without it being called coaching and mentoring. I've been so successful in building relationships from high level government officials to the person who stacks the products on the shelves. You know, this has to mean something. I have a bigger purpose in life. And then that's when it's, I, started, I sort of went to the online space and started looking at well-being professionals and yoga teachers and people in the spiritual realm who are really struggling to create their business, to start their business, who are really struggling to promote themselves and build their brand. And that's when I decided, like, I'm going to make it my mission to do this authentically and effectively. That became my mission in March 2020. That's when I officially started calling myself a coach. And that was a big like, oh my God, that's so scary to call myself that. But we put labels on everything. And I don't know, we have this other <laughs> picture of what they should be like or whatever. Yeah, it's so true. But by giving ourselves a label, it helps us to explain what it is that we do to somebody else quickly. Because yeah. there's nothing worse than somebody saying, oh, it's complicated. And it's just like, that really doesn't help. It's complicated. You just check out and go, in which case I don't want to know. Exactly. So by, by being able to sum something up in like six words or less, I think it's so much easier for them people to go, oh, I understand. I'm a video educator and a business coach. Oh, right. Okay. I understand. And so it just, yeah, on one hand, labels are not ideal, but on the other hand, they're really useful. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So I'm interested to know what your life is like now. My life right now, Lee, I think in the last few months, there've just been so many shifts and changes in my life. My life right now is very flexible. It's very free. It feels I don't even have words to describe in this moment because I'm literally like yesterday I was crying <laughs> with joy because I was just like I don't think I felt this way <laughs> before. And it really came with that whole embodying of who I am and what I'm doing and what I get to do and how I get to live. And so yeah, my life looks like now self-care, showing up for my clients, uh, creating content that's effortless. It's not like this chore I have to do to build my business. It just flows. Uh, I get to have people in my space that I coach and mentor from my phone. Yesterday, I launched my program by the pool. <laughs> That's classy. I was like, hell, this is the life I want to have. And this is the life I'm going to start living right now today. <laughs> yep, that sounds pretty perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so can you tell me more about building a personal brand and marketing as a service? Yeah. So I really believe that, especially for service providers, for people in the well-being space, for coaches, for guides, for teachers, for mentors, you are behind the brand. It is your brand is you. It is your zone of genius. It is your skills. It is your experiences. It is your strengths that you are bringing to the client through your offers, through your services and in whatever mode of delivery, right? But ultimately people want to tap into your experience and your insights and your expertise. And so for me, it's really about showing up as that. Earlier on, I mentioned like embodying it, owning it. Like I did know about when I realized like I have been playing small, I haven't been really operating from my experience and what I actually have. So it's embodying that and getting super crystal clear on what it is you want to create, not only in your life, but for the people that you want to work with. And this is where like, I really believe that your personal story, your personal journey matters because this is where you get to look people in the eye and say, hey, babe, I've been where you are. I know the struggle. I know the pain. I've been through this journey. I've found the solutions. I've overcome the battles and the monsters and all of the demons. And this is how I get to live life. Take my hand. Let me guide you. There's nothing more powerful than that. And this is where I always talk to my clients, like your story matters. You need to talk about your journey. This is where people, your audience, feel heard and understood by you. And this is really where people get to buy from you. When they feel heard and when they feel understood, not when they understand you. So really, it's all about telling, telling an authentic story. Absolutely. It's telling your story in the most authentic, genuine way. It's, and through that, you are connecting to your ideal audience through empathy. You are nurturing that relationship. You're adding value through your content. Whilst you're adding value, building those relationships, you're building your authority, you're building your credibility in the space as an expert, 
as someone qualified, as someone experienced. And then you're also activating them into taking action because you can inspire the hell out of everyone. But if simply inspiring for likes and wows is all you're going to do, you're not creating that impact. You're not creating that transformation that you came here to create, that you started this business for, for example. And that is where marketing really becomes a service. Your service does not happen only when the sale is made. Your service starts from you showing up, from the way you lead, from the way you connect and the value you add in people's lives. That's awesome. How did you learn about storytelling and learn it to be able to teach it? Through a mentor. (laughs) I came across a mentor who's fantastic in storytelling, very insightful. And through him, I was able to use to really activate my content, really start opening myself up to stories and how I relate and how I connect. And most importantly, strategic because you're running a business. (laughs) So you get to choose. Are you going to like throw spaghetti at the wall and hope it sticks? Or do you really want to captivate and, and activate your audience, even a cold audience, people who don't know you from Adam into paying clients and raving fans? And that is the strategic process to break that resistance, to break the ice, get them in, get them listening, get them receptive, get to know you, get to trust you. That's interesting that you say that because my next question was, how do you make it strategic? (laughs) Yeah, I think, as I said, like this is a business and you get to choose. Do you want to be like a frustrated hobbyist and a content creator? Or do you actually want to be an in-demand coach who is actually making impact and transformation? Do you want to be someone who's simply contributing to the noise on social media or do you want to add value? Do you want to start changing lives from the moment you show up? And that is where we look at connecting with the right people, connecting with our audience, nurturing them through relationships, through adding value and converting them. And it's not only about converting them. It's not about only closing the sale. It's about them saying yes to themselves. It's about your client saying yes to transformation. It's about your client saying yes to the next level, bringing them to whatever transformation or impact that you are providing them with through your solution. It makes absolute sense because we're always taught that marketing is relational. It's about building relationships with your audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is all about building relationships. And this is the key to success for a long-term profitable business, especially if you're in coaching and service. I mean, you don't just buy it. It's like, yeah, this is why people get to stay in your space as well, because you're consistent before the sale and during the sale. And then people come back or if they don't need to come back, people talk. We all know word of mouth is the most powerful part of marketing. There's nothing that beats that. But we need to get there somehow through actually serving clients, right? I've heard people talk about it as congruence. I mean, you hear people talk about integrity, but I think maybe congruence is more an appropriate term for it because you should be the same on the screen, off the screen, in public, in private. And I think when people aren't, when it's not authentic, that's when the most damage is caused. Of course, and to yourself at the end of the day. <laughs> at the end of the day, everyone goes to live their own life. And then like, if you're feeling totally like I felt, totally misaligned when I was doing all of that Instagram and blogging and 
and I was doing, I was implementing tactics and, and activities within my marketing strategy that just sucked. It just sucks the life out of me. It was literally a popularity contest in order to reach 10K followers. Screw that. Seriously, screw that. It's all about building relationships. It's all about providing a solution to people's needs at the end of the day. A solution to get from where your clients are now, your prospects, where they are now to where they want to be. That is the responsibility as well that we have as service providers is to actually present the offer and show people what to do next. How can they take action? Absolutely. I think that's one of the things that people kind of miss. There's like this assumption that people are going to just know what to do next. And they don't. They need a simple and clear call to action to say your next step is this. Absolutely. And there are two things that can happen. You can inspire them and activate them into the point where they're like, yes, I'm ready to take action. Yes, I'm ready to get the support. Yes, I'm ready to get the help. And off they will go to the next person who's actually being present and actually presenting the offer. Because if you don't have, they don't see any offer from you, they're not going to know that it's you that's going to help them. And so they'll just go to the next Karen down the block and work with them. Is it something that takes time to build up or is it something that you think can be done quite quickly? I believe in both. I believe that it depends where you're at in your journey. It depends how quickly you nail it. (laughs) Uh, I've been in the online space doing this for two years. Within those two years, I myself have shifted and upgraded and refined. I started very hyper-focus. One specific audience with a very specific urgent need with a very specific solution. That's how I started. That's how I got in. That's how I got my first clients. Now, yes, I made money fairly quickly. I wouldn't say I made lots of money, but yet I served many clients. But the point is that this really depends on where you're at in your journey. I highly believe that to get started, hyper-focus your way in and then look at where you want to grow, how you want to refine yourself as a being, as a professional and in your business. Well, they always say there's riches in the niches. Yes. Yeah. My storytelling mentor as well would call it like, what is the reason? What is the bleeding neck? What is the bleeding? It's horrible. It's a horrible visualization, but it's so true. Like, what is the bleeding neck of your audience, of your prospect right now? Like, what is that urgent need that they need to fix, that they need to treat immediately? Right now, that is the reason why people buy right now. That's true, but it's a quite a grim way of looking at it. It's horrible, but the, it's definitely there. <laughs> I think it's a really good way of looking at it, though, because it, there's a sense of urgency with that. And I think that sometimes from our perspective as service providers, we don't put urgency into what we do because we don't necessarily see the need as being urgent. But if you look at it from that perspective that, you know, to somebody it's the life and death of a business or, you know, it can be life-changing. What we do can be life-changing to somebody. So you look at it with that level of urgency, then actually it changes the mindset of you as a service provider. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really love you said that because I just want to, like add on that quickly there are 
we always talk in marketing and whatever, we talk about putting, having a sense of urgency. The thing is that people can smell a mile away when it's inauthentic. Yes, that makes sense too. So being, again, using urgency from a space of integrity rather than for the sake of adding urgency. (laughs) I think that's a great tip. Having said that, do you have tips that you can share with people for business owners? Because we often work with business owners where it's just themselves or it's a really small team and they want to use storytelling in their business. How would you suggest they get started with that? Okay, I'm literally going to give you like three tips that are part of my strategic framework when it comes to content creation and two tips that are bonus that are to do with yourself. One of them is the first is really connect with your ideal audience. And that's through empathy. We talk about, we spoke about leading with integrity. We spoke about congruency. And I also mentioned like the power of having been there yourself and having walked the journey yourself, like that is you're you're providing a solution that is congruent with your experience, right? So connect through empathy, through your own experience, share your stories, have conversations with your ideal clients. Like what are they saying? What are they feeling? What are they thinking to themselves, right? What are they saying to their closest ones? What are those beliefs? What is that inner critic saying? Get in their head. This is how they go. Oh my God, she knows what I'm talking about. Oh my God, she knows what I'm thinking. She's in my head. Like, this is what you you kind of want to create. Second is don't be scared to add value from day one, from your marketing. Give people, give your audience a glimpse of what it's actually like to be in your space, to be in your containers, to be in your energy, to tap into your wisdom. Don't be afraid to give. I think that's so important. That adds value, that builds authority, that gives you opportunity to listen to your audience so that you can come back with what they need, their solutions, right? Uh, As long as that's obviously aligned with your zone of genius and that with your morals and with your beliefs, obviously. (laughs) And the third is don't be afraid to sell. You can't convert an audience into clients if you're not going to sell. The thing is that every time you are showing up, assuming, let's say, social media, you are selling. That's part of your, you're selling your brand. You're selling the way you lead. You're inspiring. You're activating. You're empowering others through your content. But don't forget to tell people how to work with you. (laughs) Put your offer in there. Tell people, guide people. Okay, now you're activated. You're ready. You're ready to move. This is the next step. Or stay where you are. That's fine. (laughs) My responsibility as a coach, as a leader, as a guide is to present those opportunities. Making your offer is an opportunity for people to change lives, for people to find the solutions, for people to move from where they are to where they want to be. So don't be afraid to sell. The fourth one is be you. Be authentically you, all of you, all parts of you. That is all like when you're building your personal brand, that's what it's all about. Screw the colors and the fonts and the this and the that. It's the values that you bring. It's the energy that you put in. It's the beliefs that you have around your area of expertise, around life. Be all of you. That is how you attract. That is how you attract your soulmate clients, those aligned clients, those heck yes clients. Uh, And the last one would be play with it. Explore. There's no golden strategy. 
There is no golden strategy. There's no one size fits all. A strategy that would work perfectly for, for Lee may not work for me because that works for her vision and her strategy and her objectives, right? It's a strategy that she's developed for the way she likes to work, the way she wants to work, the way she wants to live her life and build her team maybe or whatever. Create a strategy that's for you. And you do that through play, approaches with play, approaches with exploration, go back, what's working, what's not working, what do I enjoy, what do I not enjoy and make it your own. And I think that is really there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. It was really generous of you to share that much information as well, which kind of fits in with what you were saying about giving value in the content that you provide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's all about leading with integrity. I can't tell other people to do things that I don't do myself. <laughs> that is so true. And so often you don't see it that way around. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're right. So how can people connect with you? Well, luckily, there's only one Hannah Cremona, as far as I know. If there is another one, I would love to meet her. <laughs> so yeah, Hannah Cremona, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook. Connect with me with any in any of these channels, platforms. And I also have a Facebook group, which is called Embodied Marketing for Soulful Coaches. You're welcome to join in there. It's free. And that's where I come in very frequently with tips and live transmissions and sharings and all of that jazz that's wonderful thank you so much for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much lee for having me and good luck everyone thank you for listening to the video production academy podcast or watching it if you're viewing us on youtube i'm lee midlane and i've been your host for this episode if you'd like more information, resources or free downloads, head over to the Video Production Academy at www.videoproductionacademy.co.uk. Reach out if you have any questions, queries or comments and subscribe to hear more inspiring conversations with business owners just like you who've built their business using video. Until next week, shoot for the moon. <laughs>